Now, my sermon, which isn't going to be as motion like that, or that exciting maybe even. It's going to be a little bit different this morning too, because I really do want to share with you as we come to the beginning of our church year, what it is like to be part of the Olive Branch family. So that's more of what I'm going to share this morning than a typical sermon. So when I ask you, we'll go on to the next one, Johnny. Thank you. When we think of home, what do you think of? You probably think of your house, but also you think of families. We love to go back home. We love to be at home. Isn't it true after a long day's work, you want to be home? When you've gone on vacation, you want to be back home. But again, usually it's not just being in that house. Oh, it can be. If you're away for a long time, you have to sleep in a strange place, you're happy to be back in your own bed with your own pillow. But usually it is wanting to be with people that you love and that love you. And that's what home is. And that's what church is. Church should be and is home. Paul says in 1 Timothy 3.15, But if I should be delayed, I have written to you that you will know how people ought to conduct themselves in God's household, which is the church of the living God, the pillar and foundation of the truth. Paul is writing to Timothy. It's a very practical letter that's telling Timothy, the pastor of the church at Ephesus, how to run the church. And so Paul says that he's going to come and see him, but if he's delayed, he's written this letter for him. But notice what he says about the church, that it is a place that is God's household. This is God's home. This is what church is. And when you think of God's church, his house, who do you think would be in his house? Yes, him, God the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, but also his children are in his home. We are his children in his home. That is what church is. Also notice that it is the foundation and the pillar of, is found here in the church as it teaches the true word of God about who God is and what he has done. This is the place to call home. This is the place where truth should be. That is what church is. Also, look at these words that are used to describe the church. The church is a body, God's household, a spiritual house, God's flock. These metaphors teach us that no one can be a Christian by themselves. Too many times people who are Christians, they are believers in Christ, they think, well, I can read my Bible at home. I, I can worship God out on the golf course, or maybe worship him out in nature. That's what the, that's, when they say golf course, nature is the same thing, I think. Okay. Anyway, I don't have to be with a group of Christians. I can watch David Jeremiah on television. I can do all of that myself. I don't need to be around other Christians to do. Every Christian must be part of other believers. It's true that our faith in God is individual, and we do focus on that, because when we repent of our sin, when we ask Christ to save us, that moment of salvation is between us and God, and it's very personal. I cannot save someone else. You can't be saved on someone else's behalf. It has to be between you and God. It's a moment. It's personal. It's individual. 
But God didn't save us just so that we could have our sins forgiven and go to heaven. He reconciled us to himself, but he also reconciled us to each other. Because of that, we're messed up. Isn't it? Our world is messed up because of all the sinners who are messed up interacting with other messed up sinners. And so the church is to be a place not just where an individual has been saved by the grace of God. It's to be a testimony to the world of how people can live together as sinners saved by grace. So you must be part of a family. Notice these metaphors. Uh, a body. Our body has many parts. And that's the, how Paul uses the metaphor. Fingers and, and head and toes and everything else. There's lots of members. There's different parts of the body. A household. Yes, technically a household can have one person, I guess, if one person's living alone. But usually when we think of a household, we're thinking of a family. Again, Members, more than one. I've never seen a house that only had one stone. It has to have many of them. And that's what Peter says we are. We're the stones in the building. There are many sheep in a flock. So the metaphors, the pictures show us that we are to be part of a group of Christians. And not just the Christian friends we choose. I think sometimes that's what Christians think they can do. I'm a Christian. I'll choose some of my best friends who are Christians, and that's where I'll have my fellowship, and we'll be kind of a group. But no, we're commanded to be part of a group of Christians that we might not even like all of them. We might not even want to be around all of them, but that gives us an opportunity to obey God's commands that he gives in the New Testament when he commands us how to treat one another. There's 47 verses. One another, pray for one another, Submit to one another. They go on and on. You cannot obey those commands by yourself. How can I love another if there isn't another? How can I serve another if there isn't another to serve? Forgive one another is a hard one because really what Paul is saying, if you're part of people, there are going to be people that hurt you. It's almost a given. But how are you to respond? You are to forgive them. It is commanded, it is essential that Christians who are individually saved before God become part saved by grace. A group of others. So sometimes we're tempted, and especially now when we are in the midst of a virus, to think that we can do it on our own. No, you can't. You need other Christians. And when I say that, that doesn't mean that there aren't going to be times when you are homebound. You cannot leave your house. And you're with other Christians, but not in person like we are this morning. Even now in this virus, we know that. There are people who are not here with us in this room because they have, can't be. But even though they are not here with us, they are connected to us and part of us. And they are, as we say, with us in spirit. So don't misunderstand time. But you do have to be part of a group of Christians. And that's the church. I want to tell you more about what Olive Branch Baptist Church is this morning. I'm going to use our website as the tool to show you about who we are for a couple of reasons. One, if you have your smartphone, you could pull it up right now, obbcblackridge.com, and you could follow along. Unless all of you did it and it's crashed our Wi-Fi. I don't know if that would happen or not. 
but you can follow along. You can try it. The other thing, if you have any, your own business or you're part of any place, you know this. The same at church. People are always asking questions about things. I didn't hear about that. I didn't know about that. What's this? And 90% of the time, it's on the website. So I'm just going to show you what it's like to tell you about our church and also to encourage you. Usually, if you have any questions about the church, go there and you'll find the answer. OBBCBlackridge.com. Also, because we are not only here in the CLC vision, and also you can go to the website, and maybe even more so, because you can be connected to Olive Branch through watching and through our website, and maybe that way you can be connected more than you are right now. So if you go to our website, there's always a home page, and I find that interesting that the first page on our website is called the home page. That's where you start. That's where you want to go back to. And when you're on the home page, there's always slides that scroll across the screen that usually have the most important things to know about what's going on. If you went there right now, the first thing that would pop up is the, our registration for our Wednesday night children's ministry. So again, if you have not registered your children yet and they're coming on Wednesday night when we start, please do so that we can uh, be prepared. Especially now when we don't know how many to expect and how to socially distance them and how to make it all work. The more that we're prepared about knowing who's coming, the better it will be. So again, that begins on September the 9th, I think, whatever the Wednesday is. So the slides that are on there right now, this has been on there since March. It tells you what's going on during our ministry during the pandemic. You notice there there's uh, buttons you can press, a click, I guess, depending on how you're doing it, that will take you to the latest update to our videos and also to family devotions. This slide is always up there to let people know when we worship. Also a button that lets, goes right to the videos if you want to watch our worship. And if you want to listen on audio, this is always up there too. It tells you the current sermon series, and if you click on the button, it will take you to the audio sermons, and I'll tell you more about that in a moment. So that's the home page, something that's new. Any page you're on on the website, if you, it says contact form. So if you're new, if you're a guest with us this morning, if you are, need a prayer request, you want information about the church, you click on that button, and it will take you to this, which looks very similar to the cards that we have here as well. So whether you fill out a card or whether you do it digitally, it gives us uh, information about who you are, about your first time here, and also anyone can use this anytime because there's fields where you can ask uh, for prayer, field to ask for more information about something. So that's a good way that you can keep connected uh, to us just by that. And again, it's just at the bottom of every page on the website. You don't have to go anyplace special. Just go to one and scroll all the way down to the bottom. Also, if you notice at the bottom here, and I'll talk more about it, but there's the Facebook and there's YouTube and there's the location, how to get here. So also, if you click on those, those are always at the top. So you can click on those, it goes right to our YouTube channel. It goes right to our Facebook page. And so uh, lots of information about what's going on, especially pictures of what we're doing uh, right after it happens is on Facebook. So if you're not connected with the church on Facebook, uh, go click on that like the page, and then you'll get all of the information about what's coming up and see pictures of it after it happens. Uh, Sarah does an excellent job of keeping everyone updated through Facebook about what's going on. So as you continue on the, the web page, you notice there about the church. I'm not going to go through everything this morning, 
because you can do that yourselves. But it tells you who we are. It'll tell a little bit of our history, link to our partners that we do missions with, the Southern Baptist Convention and the Baptist General Association of Virginia and our local Concord Baptist Association. You want to know more about them, you go there, click on the link. And also, if you want to know how to be saved, want to know who Jesus is, click on that. It tells you how to be saved. The bad news of your sin, the good news of Jesus Christ dying for your sin, even has a, a prayer there that you can pray and receive Christ. So again, if you're a Christian, but maybe you have a friend and you're talking and don't know what to say, just if you're on your smartphone, bring it up and click on it, and there you are. If you want to know more about what Olive Branch believes, our doctrinal statements there. Also, if you want to know more about baptism, visit page. It has lots of information about how to visit Olive Branch for the first time. It has Google Maps, so you can just click on that, and it will give you directions here. It even has a picture of the church. Uh, we don't want, you know, if it's your first time here, you may not have never driven by it. You may not know what it looks like. So at least you have a picture of it, so you know you're in the right place when you get here. But also it has information about uh, questions about your first time here. So again, maybe you have a friend that you want to invite to church, encourage them to go. But you no, know, what, where answers their question? What door do I go to? What's, what's for my children? All that information's right there. So it's very handy for first-time visitors, but anybody who uh, wants to know more about what the first time here is like. When you come to the ministries tab, there's children, youth, adults, Sunday school, missions, and music. So the, those places will take you to all the information about them. If you go to the children's page, it has information about everything. Camp Concord, VBS, Easter egg hunt, Sunday school, Wednesday night ministry, it's all there. Also, a calendar there if you want to find out what's going on. Also, uh, young people, when you have that permission slip that's supposed to be turned in and Pastor Brady's asking for it, and you don't have it, and you're not here at the church, go to the youth page, and you can print it out. It's right there. So the permission form is there. So adult ministry, Sunday school, missions is all there. In fact, I wanted to share a little bit more about the missions, because another reason I wanted to talk about our church today is that uh, we have quarterly business meetings. I don't want to guilt you into coming, but the truth is there's not a whole lot of people here on our business meetings. And unfortunately, though, at our business meetings is when we talk about what's going on. It's not a time when we vote on order, and this is what we're going to plan to do this quarter. And so when you're here, you're encouraged. You hear all the great things that are happening here at Olive Branch. And if you only come on Sunday, sometimes you don't hear that because we don't have a lot of time to share all those things. But this morning, I am going to share some of those that were shared at our last uh, business meeting. One of the great things was what our women on mission are doing. They have been ministering and serving throughout this pandemic primarily with masks. They have repaired masks. They have made masks. They have given, they did so much in so many places, I can't remember it all, okay? So that's what they've been doing. Also right now, if you notice when you came in or when you go out, they are collecting school supplies uh, for our children so you can drop those off there and that information is in your bulletin so the women on missions another couple of things that you may not be aware of because I guess we should mention it more is that uh, if you remember we went to Jamaica and uh, went to one by one ministries well they have a ministry where they support kids that are going to school from preschool all the way up through high school 
And that's done much like you would do with uh, Compassion International where you sponsor a child. So if you want to see her picture, if you want to, she's even written a letter to our church. It's on the missions bulletin board that is right next to the men's bathroom and the education hall wing. So I think what happens is that you probably walk by going to class or you don't get quite there because you go right to the bathrooms. But right there, there's information about uh, uh, the student we support. There's information about the Sala Center, which is a crisis pregnancy center in Clarksville. We support them financially. And again, remember, they are doing a virtual online baby shower in the month of August. So in the bulletin, again, if you want to uh, buy diapers or other Christ and information about disaster relief. So there's a lot of missions that we do as a church that's showcased on that missions bulletin board in the education wing. And I'm showcasing this morning, and you hear about when you come to business meetings, but I'm sharing it this morning for you all. Also, there's a music. It tells you all about a choir. tells you all about our praise teams. And uh, I think there's even a nice picture of Neil and his praise team and Gretchen, whoever was in that praise team at the time. But anyway, you can go there. If you move on over and you go to events, there's a, there are a couple of things there I want you to be aware of because this is the best way for you to stay informed about what's happening at Olive Branch. If you go to, if you look at the, the drop-downs there, it says email subscriptions. So if you click on that, you come to this page, and here you decide what you want to sign up for. The children's ministry, the youth ministry, the general church information, or prayer request. You can sign up for all four of them or one of them, how many ever you want. And you don't have to give us your email address. You don't have to call the church office. You just go to the website. You click on it, choose which ones you want, and you put your email address in. So this is the best way. When there's church information, we send it out always this way. What's going on in Youth ministry, I send an email every week out for children's ministry. So this is the best way to stay informed. I'll give you one piece of advice, though. The first time you get this email from the church, because it's sent by MailChimp, it may go into your trash email or your promotions, or it may not go directly into your inbox. And that's the one thing that we have had trouble with. There's nothing we can do about it. It's because it's MailChimp, and that's what happens when it comes through some of those email servers. So, especially if you have children or youth and you sign up for it and you're not seeing them, check those uh, places. Uh, also, for our prayer requests, we do send those out by phone calls. So I know some people don't, would have to call the church office and let us know you want to be on that list, but we can do that. And lots of the important information does go out by phone as well. But mostly, and certainly everything that's important you need to know about goes out through email. Also, the church directory is there on the website. If you click on that drop-down, you'll notice there is a place to click on it, and you can see the church directory. Or, which is even better, and I think the easier way to use the church directory is to download the app onto your phone. It's instant church directory. If you download it onto your phone, the nice thing about it, if you need to call them, you just press their number. You don't have to dial the number. And even better is when... You need to get directions to their house. You just press their map, and then it gives you directions. And you don't have to try to figure it out. You don't have to type it into Google Maps or anything. It's right there in the app. So the only thing about the app that you need to know and the church directory that's online, if you want to be in it, let us know if you're not already. Let the church office know. We, of course, would need your information, a picture if that's possible. If you want to be able to access it, you would have to have an email address. 
in the directory. That's, how, that's the safety protocol here so that not anyone in the world can access it. So there's no pass an email in it and you're in the directory, then you can access it. And that's how it works for safety. So be a part of that and also easy way to keep in contact with who's here at the church. If you move over, it goes to discipleship. There's several things here I think probably most people don't know about. If you go into this page, right at the top is an invitation to, be, uh, to sign up for Right Now Media. As I've told you many times, Right Now Media is like Christian Netflix. There's over 10,000 videos that are teaching videos, uh, children's uh, cartoons, children's videos. So it's children, youth, adults, uh, some of our Sundays, all kinds of things, and it's free to you. It's a gift from Olive Branch Baptist Church. So all you have to do, if you don't already have one, is go here. This is the easiest way. Go to the discipleship page. And the first thing on the discipleship page is a link. It'll take you to Right Now Media, and you just have to give an email. And once you have an email address typed in there, you have an account, and then you have access to all of those videos. Of course, you have to be able to watch them either on your phone or on a computer. Or if you want to watch them on your TV, you can do so if your TV streams content. So that's how that works. There's the family Bible studies, devotions that Pastor Brady has been doing. And he started them right when the virus started. And he's now has one of the latest ones on the Beatitudes. So you can click on those and you can do those with your family. There's Bible readings and questions. Verses every week until the virus hit and we got out of the habit of it. So that shows you how habits can easily be broken. But there, if, if you want to click on that, it had the verses that we were memorizing this year. And also there, you'll see there is a Bible study that if you click on that, it actually goes to a website that's a great resource. It has the Bibles on the left. You can type in any passage on the right. It has notes. And if you're even crazy enough, it has a way you can uh, see it in Greek. And so it's a Bible study tool that's right there on our website. It goes to that website. Further down, a couple more that I like to use. Got Questions is an excellent resource that takes you to a link where there's, you see, six, oh, so these is uh, a conservative Christian evangelical, so I've trusted his answers as I've read them, so it's a good source. And the last thing on our discipleship page, if you click on it, actually takes you to a place where you can take Bible classes for free from Dallas Seminary, and there's several on there, different books of the Bible, and also uh, different topics in the Bible. So all you got to do is go to our website, click on it, it takes you here, and you can sign up. And when I mean sign up, it's really just watching and studying it as much as you want. It's not like you're signing up for a degree program or anything. It's just, a, just something they want to give to the Christian community of how you can get some of their teaching for free and at your own time and at your own pace. So we're getting closer to the edge there. If you go to sermons, as you notice, you can see the, the graphic there that this was the current series we're in. It has the date, the title of the sermon, and has the graphic there. So you can click on it and you can listen. But also what's neat about this, because I know sometimes you may watch the, the services, uh, if you, uh, these, you don't have to go to our website to listen to them. You can download it into podcasts as well. So any place that you go and listen to podcasts, you can listen to Olive Branch's sermons as well. So maybe that would be more helpful for you if you want to listen to the sermons. If you go over to the, the next one is uh, videos. And when you click on that, you do get all of the videos. That, those. So those are here. And of course, they're not all here because we get the page would get too long. But it does have all the categories there. The worship services, 
Uh, Pastor Brady, when he was doing the Wednesday night things, I was doing Wednesday night things and Sunday school lessons. They're on there. And also on here is the bulletin for the week. So if you ever miss church and you want to know what was in the bulletin that Sunday, just go to the website, go to the video page, and you can find the bulletin. So that's kind of handy, too. It has all the information there. And also, as, you, as I said before, at the top of the web page on every page and at the bottom on every page is a link to YouTube, and it goes directly to our YouTube channel. So you just click on that, and it goes right to our YouTube channel. And there, all the videos are in order. And what's even better, too, you can click on Playlist, and it has the four categories, and you can search them very easily and find them. So I think that's the best way to look for them if you want to find them, is go to our YouTube page. And like I said, instead of trying to find out the exact address or searching for it on YouTube, just go to our page, click on the YouTube icon, and it'll take you right there. That's the best way to do it. As you move over all the way to the right is the Give button, and it does tell you how you can give to Olive Branch. Of course, you can give on Sunday mornings by bringing your offering and putting it in the box that's at the back of the CLC. Sign up and do that, and you can do it whenever you want to, and it's very quick and easy. Or you can set up a recurring gift, which is what I've done, and that's very easy. You set it up, put in the amount, how often you want it to come out of your checking account or off your credit card, and then uh, it happens every week. You get an email saying this money was taken out of your account, and you say, good, because that's what I wanted to do. And so that, that's uh, very handy, especially when you're on vacation and you're not here at church, especially for those who are watching uh, online and can't be at church here to drop off their offering. You can do this online. It uh, is also helpful to help you remember to give, because I remember when I would write checks, We'd often give, we would give you the check, and so next week I had to write a bigger check or whatever. So this way, if you do a recurring gift, it comes out every week. You don't have to think about it ever again until you want to change the amount. Of course, you can always change the amount. You can always stop it. You have complete control over it. And also, if you shop a lot at Amazon, uh, you can uh, use us in the Amazon Smile, and we will get money when you shop. So especially if a lot of you shop a lot, that's not a bad thing there. You can help out the church. That's who Olive Branch is, and I want to share a few more things about not only our ministry, but the importance of being part of a church. I think as you heard me say earlier, that everyone who is a Christian needs to be part of a church. Joining a church is what church membership is, or why you should even join a church. Maybe that's foreign to you, doesn't make sense. Or maybe you feel like, hey, all i got to do is attend and participate and serve. I don't need to join the church officially. Well, I believe the Bible teaches us we should join a church. And here are some examples. The Bible never tells us, thou shalt join a church. That verse isn't there, so I will admit that. But there are examples of the church doing church, and the only way they could actually have done that is if they themselves were keeping a list of who the people were in their church. When Peter preached on the day of Pentecost, and thousands were saved, they counted, okay, probably got their names as well, so they could minister to them. So it wasn't just numbers of hands, it was names of people. They made a list. First Timothy, as we just talked about, Paul writes to Timothy to tell him how to take care of widows. Well, how did the church know which widows to take care of? They couldn't take care of every widow in the city of Ephesus. They took care of the widows that were on their roll. They had a list of names. 
of widows in their church that they took care of. The church chose deacons. The church disciplined. When they disciplined, Paul at times would tell them to kick this person out. Well, how could they know who's in and know who's out if they didn't have a list of who's in and who's out? How could they decide or who got ever leader using? They just let anybody in Ephesus do it? No, they only let those who were members of the church do it. And the church is also commanded to obey its leaders. So the, what we learn in the New Testament is that there is, in the New Testament, and the assumption is today that we do the same, that people who are part of a church become officially part of the church in a way so that we know who's in, who's out. Not an out in the sense of, well, they're outcast, but out in the sense of not being part of us officially who vote, who choose leaders, who are part of the church. So that's in the New Testament, so it's biblical. Here at Olive Branch, if you become a member, you are able to means you're able to serve in these particular areas that non-members can't serve in as a church officer or a teacher or a ministry director. There's lots of areas of ministry in our church you can serve in without being a member. Uh, We need help on Wednesday nights with youth and children's ministry. You don't have to be a member to help us out there. But if you wanted to be the children's ministry director, or you wanted to be a Sunday school teacher, or you wanted to be a church officer or deacon or some other officer, you do need to be a member. And also, I think this is the best thing about being a church member at Olive Branch. Every church member has a deacon assigned to them. And what that means is there will be a deacon whose only job is, this is what our deacons do here at Olive Branch, is to care for your family. They'll contact you and uh, families. Thankfully, our church is a, a larger church. It's impossible for one pastor, even two pastors, to know everyone personally and call them every day. You know, if I had to call every member every week, I wouldn't get anything else done. That's all I'd be doing all week long. So that's why we have deacons. They do that. They want to make sure that you are, your family's well, that you're well, that your faith is strong. They answer questions about the church, about what's going on. So you have that connection when you're a member. It's harder for us as a church to do that for everybody who's not a member. We try, especially we pastors, we try to stay in touch with those who aren't members but attend here regularly, and we're trying to find out how you are, and what's going on. So if you're not a member, that doesn't mean we don't care for you. It doesn't mean that we don't try to help you and make sure your faith is strong. But it's easier when we know someone's a member and we can point it's more hit and miss as we try to reach out to folks who aren't members but are regular attenders here. So that is a great thing about joining here. If you are a member here, we want you to protect the unity of the church and share in the responsibility, serve where the Lord calls you, and support the testimony of the church. There's only two requirements at Olive Branch to join the church, but they're big ones. Okay? One is you have to be saved. You have to be a believer. That makes sense. If this church is a body of believers saved by the grace of God, so you must be one of those to be part of it. And also, because we are Baptist, it has been our tradition not just our tradition, it's our belief based on what we believe the New Testament teaches that the pattern is when someone is saved that their next step is to be baptized and to be baptized by immersion after you've been saved. And if those two things are true in your life and you want to be part of our church and be a member, 
the only thing you have to do then is any Sunday morning, you can come forward at the end of the service. You can meet me before the service and tell me, hey, today I want to join. And you will be able to stand before this church. We'll welcome you into membership, and you will be a member. If you want to know more about church membership, there's going to be a time that you can meet with me. As you see on the screen, September the 20th from 2 to 4 in the Fellowship Hall. I will be able to tell you more about Olive Branch Baptist Church, but more importantly, you'll be able to ask questions. It's hard for us here and right now in this service for you to ask me a lot of questions. So you can ask questions, I can tell you more, and you can know even more about Olive Branch and decide whether you want to join. So my challenge to you this morning is to know these three things. You're here, right? So, and you're also part of a church. So you know that, and you're doing that. And the other is to think about... Uh, all the ways here at Olive Branch that we are serving that you can be part of and to be more informed about the church and praying for it. I think the more you know about your church, the more you can pray and the more you can serve. And then also is to consider joining Olive Branch Baptist Church, I guess in an official way, and let us work together to serve God's kingdom. I'm going to pray for us and we're going to respond. And this morning, I am going to stand here in the front. I know I haven't been doing that lately, but if you want to join the church today, you can do it. Okay, I've shared a lot about what it is and you can join today if, if you would like. So I will be here. But also, I'm trying to remember if there's any other announcements. So I skipped over the announcements earlier and Johnny's slide showed me. This month is September, so typically that's our Alma Hunt offering month. And that is offering, a special offering that we collect that then goes to our Virginia convention that's used to do ministry and missions in the state of Virginia. So this year we're doing that again in the month of September. It's a little bit different. You can read in the bulletin. It explains all of why it's different. The primary reason it's different is there is, uh, uh, instead of in the past, there would be a dozen ministries that money would go to, like church planting or or a certain camp or whatever. This year, all of the money is going to COVID-19 relief efforts. And so, in fact, the Alma Hunt offering started back in March when all of this happened and has been kind of a continuing thing. But we also, in September, we're collecting for our local association special offering. That's usually in May, but, of course, no one was meeting in church in May, and so they have moved that here to September as well. There's information, there's envelopes, it's on the back table, it's in your bulletin. That will tell you all that you need to know about that. And, gosh, I feel like the typical pastor giving you six things after I said I was done. But in the first service, uh, Keith Ellis had an excellent question, and so I wanted to answer it. He asked, what does the logo mean? And so, uh, maybe you know, maybe you don't. So I want to sh share it with you. As you can see, uh, it looks like a cross, right, when you look at it. And the colors have no significance. Uh, Baptist Church, so olive green kind of makes sense, right? But that's not why we chose those colors. And I was kind of miffed when I saw uh, Touchstone Bank kind of has the same colors. We were first before Touchstone Bank did those colors. But anyway, uh, so you can like the colors or not. The colors were not chosen for a specific reason, but the logo was. You see a cross, so that does tell us the purpose of our church. Uh, to believe in Christ, to glorify Christ. It's all about Jesus Christ. But as you notice, the cross is made by arrows. The blue arrows going in represent ministering to each other and caring for each other. And the arrows that are going out, the green ones, represent ministering outside of the walls of our church to our local community. We're doing, it's all about Jesus, but we're doing two things. We're ministering here and we're ministering outside.
And that's what Olive Branch Baptist is about. I will pray now, okay? <laughs> Father, we thank you this morning for this church. And we thank you, Lord, for your body. Lord Jesus, your body ministers and your body is a place for comfort and for hope and for truth. And we're so thankful that we're a part of it. Lord, I pray that you would help us to not give in to the temptation to think we can do Christianity by ourselves and all alone. I pray that we would know and we would reach out and be part of this church and that each other and closer to you. I pray also, Lord, for any who are deciding about whether to join Olive Branch, I pray that you would give them wisdom, and I pray that they would be part of this family. I thank you, Lord, for those who are watching on television. Some of them are our Olive Branch family, unable to attend in person. But I know also, Lord, there's others in other states and even other countries who may be watching. And I pray, Lord, that, and that they can also be part of this church in, in their giving and their praying and I pray, Lord, that they would find a place wherever they are to be part of a church where they can grow in faith. I pray now, Lord, that you would teach us, excuse me, would move us to respond to what we have heard. If you want to join the church, I'll be right here.